<laughs> Thanks for that, Kay. So communion. So we're here to celebrate the finished work of Calvary. You know, Christ sacrificed for you and I. He sacrificed once and for all. And um, as I was waiting on the Lord through the week, you know, the Lord dropped this word into my spirit about um, his people being ensnared by erroneous teaching. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And, uh, and how we grab hold of things, and even when we get into Scripture, we'll grab hold of one part of Scripture and it will ensnare us. What it'll be in... The, whether it's in the back of our mind, and particularly when things go wrong, that's our go-to place, and we feel unworthy, rejected, or whatever, or we just feel like we've failed God, and there, is there any salvation for us? And, uh, and the verse I'm going to read is from Hebrews 10.26, and this is the, probably the worst taught part of Scripture ever. It says, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth... There no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and of fiery indignation, uh, which will uh, devour the adversaries of God. You know, and a lot of people lay hold of that, and uh, especially the prodigals, and so they walk away and they think in themselves, there's no way I can come back because of the teaching from this piece of scripture. And, you know, over the years I've heard it taught from so many times and, uh, and uh, it's horrible because some of the people I hear teaching on it say, well, I don't sin, I'm sinless. And I think, uh, you know, I would like to think that we sin less. As the Lord lays hold of us, we will sin less and we will trip up less. And we're, but we're definitely not sinless. And, uh, and so, you know, it's been a real problem verse for a lot of people. And a lot of people, when, when they feel they've failed God, walk away because of this verse. And I've, over the years, I've struck it so many times where people say, well, I don't think I can come back because I've sinned against God. And um, so I just want to bring the context to what this is. Because if we believe that, then what we're actually believing, and this is in layman's terms, because I like layman's terms, is that... Uh, we can only be forgiven of sins up till salvation, and then after that, we're no longer forgiven. Well, that's not right, is it? Because otherwise, you know, 1 John 1 9, who John's writing to the redeemed, the saved, who says, Confess your sins because he is faithful and just to forgive you. Okay, and, uh, and then we have in Matthew 18, where it talks about how. Um, Peter comes to Jesus and says, how many times do I forgive my brother? Seven times? And Jesus goes, no, I tell you, it's 70 times. Seven. And, um, you know, and see, Jesus is saying that to Peter to say, well, that's how many times I forgive you is that many times. So he forgives us that many times. And, uh, and even when we have uh, Matthew 10, where Peter actually hears from Jesus' lips that if you deny me in front of men, I will deny you to the Father. And we know, you know, Peter denied Jesus three times before men. So if we, if we put that teaching on it, then we're in trouble. So obviously that's not what it's saying. Tick. But what it is saying is, and there's two words in there, sin and sacrifice. So sin is, so we're in the book of Hebrews, and the sin is talking about the sin of unbelief. The example actually is Israel. Israel that 
didn't believe God for the promise. And, uh, the, and it says in the Word of God in Hebrews here, it says that uh, through their unbelief, they fell in the desert, never seeing the promises of God, never entering into the rest. I think it's what, the rest of the verse. And, uh, and the sacrifice part is, and it's here in verse 10, which I'm going to read to you. Actually, no, it's 10, uh, so it's chapter 10, verse 11, actually. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Um, yeah, and so what it's saying, so this verse, so that this actual verse is saying that there is only one sacrifice, and if you reject him, Jesus Christ, there is no other sacrifice. There is no other way that you and I will be saved, set free, delivered, anything. That's what it's actually saying to us. Okay, that's the summary of this verse. And so if you hear any more erroneous teaching in it, it's, uh, you know, it's not what they say it is. And, um, you know, and, uh, and it's one of those things is that, you know, get that out of your mind that that's you. If you sin, you can't come back. You can because we serve a gracious, forgiving, loving God who all he wants to do is to redeem us and to set us all free. And so, once again, this is the finished work of the cross. It's completed. Nothing else to do. Okay, you can do nothing. It's all been done for you. You've just got to receive it and lay hold of it and believe it in faith. And so, Lord God, we thank you for your sacrifice, Lord God, that you sacrificed once and for all. That's what it says, and we believe it, Lord God. We lay hold of your word, Lord God, in faith. And we thank you for the cross of Calvary, Lord God. We thank you for your body broken, for your blood shed for each and every one of us, Lord God. And, Lord, I just ask for those, Lord, that have struggled, Lord God, over the years, Lord God, that this would be the day that they are set free from that uh, ensnaring, Lord, in Jesus' name. And so we thank you for your goodness to us. Amen. And so at the four corners, there's the elements. So, yeah, take and uh, eat. Thank you.